Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of my Christian walk. My name is Lee and I am uh, doing this segment from Southern California. So let me get right into it. I have a cousin who I think listens to this. He's an interesting, kind of frustrating guy. I love the guy, but I'm getting really frustrated with him for a couple of reasons. And I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to badmouth him. I'm going to tie in his behavior and what frustrates me to my faith. So uh, in short, my cousin uh, claims that he uh, used to be a Christian, but then he had an epiphany, I guess, and then he decided that he did not want to be a Christian anymore. So he's always had this kind of uh, judgmental attitude towards me, um, as if because he claims he was a Christian and that he gave it up and now he doesn't believe in it, that he can judge me. Now, there's a couple things wrong with this, and I'm not going to suggest that judgment is altogether bad, but there are different shades of judgment. So, for example, different colors. So, for example, if I say, and this is a criticism that a lot of Christians, evangelicals get, particularly the political Christians, that they come off hypocritical. Um, So... That is not what I'm talking about. Well, let me let me rephrase that. I am not talking about a judgment uh, attitude where I say I am better than somebody. And I think that's the myopia of not only my cousin, but many people who simply never really knew the gospel. Now, that's a pretty bold statement, but let me tell you why I say it that way. Because if you truly, in my faith, based on my faith, if you truly are a Christian, number one, you don't think you're better than anybody. As a matter of fact, you think you're worse or bad, more bad. That sounds so ignorant, more bad, but you do. You think you're more bad. You're more sinful than anybody else. And Paul speaks to this in Romans. Paul says, the things I do not want to do, I do. The things that I want to do, I do not do. And I'm paraphrasing slightly. Oh, wretched creature, that I am who will save me. And throughout the Bible in Old and New Testament books, the sinful condition is alluded to. As a matter of fact, if you look at the flood and you look at when God was most judgmental against mankind and the evils of mankind, a lot of people get, they get bothered by God exercising his righteousness in the way he punishes man. And if you think about that, it's not really that hard to understand why somebody would have a problem. But as my cousin does, and I point this out when I've talked to him about this, he judges God. He makes fun of God. He makes fun of the devil. He makes fun of it all. Now, to me, that is extremely reflective of somebody that has abandoned Jesus Christ, somebody that has abandoned the gospel, somebody that has turned their back on God. And that is the one action, I believe, the one action that will get you closer to hell than anything else. You see, I've never postured myself, y'all, as a person. Again, I'm I'm rephrasing, I'm repeating this. I've never postured myself as a person who is better or holier than anybody. As a matter of fact, I am so thankful that Jesus Christ died on the cross for people like me. Because without that, I think I would be 10 times worse because I would only think about myself 
and this I've done in the past. It's what led to my failed marriage. I would only think about my own pleasure, my own happiness. And to a certain degree, that seed of selfishness and the flesh is definitely in everybody. And if you don't believe me, look at the world. Look at the world and look at all the bad stuff that happens. But let me get back to my cousin. So we're having a texting shit, you know, this modern day with cell phones. Nobody talks, right? That much. So we're texting and I said, dude, and I'm paraphrasing it. And I'm making a point with all this. I said, why would I listen to you? Why would I listen to you? You went to church one time at one time in your life. You claimed you knew the gospel. You claimed to be a Christian. And now you claim to be an atheist. I mean, really, where is the cred? And it's almost like an arrogance, y'all. And this is what happens with people when they start putting down Christianity because they lack faith and maybe they never had it. Because, because if you truly have faith, you don't give it up. You don't give it up. You might backslide. That's a term used in Christianity. It refers to people that fall away from God. And to a certain degree, I think we all are backsliding 100% of the time. We can all be closer to God. We can all seek God. And God knows us inside and out. As an x-ray, he knows us that thoroughly. And so when my cousin tells me, in essence, that I am not a Christian and that I am not a believer and that I am lukewarm, it's like, dude... Who are you? Really? Number one, I I can I've done that with friends. I've done that where I've looked at their behavior. Then I catch myself and I say, you know what? God knows their hearts. Now, none of those people that I'm talking about, whose names I will not mention, none of them turned their back on God. They all went to church. They all were doing their daily grind, trying to work out their salvation with fear and trembling. None of them, like my cousin, ever said and mocked and blasphemed God. And my brother is part of this, too. My brother, he's kind of like one of those gotcha guys. Like, he's going to cite something because he's a big follower of Bart Ehrman. And I think much of his um, cynicism and criticisms of the gospel and Christianity come directly. He's probably got them all yellowed out in his book and it, you know it's just sad and it's not sad because my brother follows Bart Ehrman if you don't know who Bart Ehrman is Bart Ehrman used to be a believer and now I still he may be retired he's a very noted uh, skeptic cynic who came away from the church and then likes to find what he believes to be potholes in the gospel and, and in short much of what he says I think is extremely, even though he's highly intelligent and was a biblical scholar, New Testament scholar, he's a professor at North Carolina, I think he heads the uh, theology department, but he has found his new mission in life, and that is to debunk the gospel. And what he does is he likes, like my brother does, and my cousin to a certain extent, they like to do these gotcha moments. So my brother will get hyper-focused on a point that he thinks is showing contradiction in like a gospel. And he will say, look, how could this be true? This is so, and I'm paraphrasing. These are not his exact words. How could this be true? This is so stupid. How could you ever believe in that? And then he'll make fun of the Bible and God. And you know what, dude? I got no time. 
and I've engaged. I've made the time because I just get so incensed. So this segment today, this morning, comes from a position of frustration and anger. So let me just say this in short. What does God do with people who turn their back on him? What does God do with people who never seek to know Jesus? And here's my answer. I don't flip and know. But I'm not going to do that because I have, I believe, unlike my cousin and unlike my brother, I have the correct understanding of what being a Christian is. And unlike my cousin's myopic viewpoint, it has nothing to do with being perfect. I can sin, whatever that means, and I'll freely do what I want to do. But what I do now, I did much worse before I became a more passionate believer in Jesus. You see, people like my cousin, they like to look at people and sit on their throne of judgment and say, yeah, I did time in the Christian church, you know, but I was wrong. And let me tell you now why you're wrong. Because even though I'm not a Christian anymore, I'm going to judge you. Does that make any sense to y'all if you're listening to this? Does it make, it's it's like saying, I, I was this, and here was my uh, belief, and here was my passion, and here was my faith, but I'm going to abandon that now. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do a 180 degree turn, and I'm going to believe just the opposite. I don't believe that anymore. I don't hold these beliefs. I don't have this faith. I'm not passionate about this. Oh, but I'm going to judge you because you know what? Even though I used to do that, I'm qualified to judge you now because I don't believe. See, it's just so ridiculous. And so here's my ending uh, words on this topic of judgment, on this topic of what is true faith. Faith is very simple, y'all. You believe something. It's not about going to church. It's not about going and doing X, Y, and Z because you think you have to earn your way into heaven. Now, could those things, those actions that people love to do? I was talking to my partner. She was uh, talking to me about this church she goes to. And she said, one of the things I love about my church is that, you know, it's about action pastor, they call him a victor, I think, a vicar. Uh, I think it's a vicar, um, you know, does this and they, you know, do action to help the needy and they open their doors and they, you know, made lockers available for homeless people. It's about man, you know, and they're an open door for people of, of same sex, uh, tendencies. They, they don't turn anybody away. And I'm thinking, you know what? That sounds a lot like Jesus. Yet you would find people who would look at that, who claim to be Christian and probably are. Not claim. Listen, if you got the faith, you're a Christian. If you got faith in Jesus Christ and you believe Jesus Christ died on the cross, the number one, the transformation that's going to occur is you're going to see your sinfulness. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel the remorse. You're going to feel the regret. And then it's just going to be years of trying to come to terms with your new creation within you. And if you listen to people like my cousin, who again, turned his back on God, turned his back on the church, maybe he never had faith. 
Maybe he put the errors of having faith because it made sense to him. But if he was truly a believer, he wouldn't sit there pontificating from a point, vantage point of atheism and then put people like me down because he thinks that I am not a Christian. Anyways, that's all I got, yo. Peace, love, and understanding. Have a good one.